is Amalia Eon Karras. This is Satya, and you're listening to, to Love, Love, Sex, Sex and, and the, the Hidden, Hidden Agenda. Agenda. Our podcast was created with the sole intention to release toxic shame, illuminate our shadow nature, and expose the mysterious entities that feed off our most precious life force, our sexual energy. To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com. Let's dive in. Hey, I'm Aaliyah. Hello, hello. <laughs> so I'm so excited to talk to you today because we've been, um, you know, it's been a lot has been going on and you and me and a lot of people we know, I'm just, you know, been through going through metamorphosis and I... Uh, we've alluded to things, you know, in some of our previous episodes and, but you have really had some breakthroughs, I know, recently and um, some major downloads and just uh, now you've kind of made it to the other side and <laughs> you've made it to Mecca. So I'm like wanting, I can't wait to hear like more details about, cause we both been so busy. We've barely, I've barely been able to keep up with what's been going on uh, with you. And, and so what's the, um, what, tell me every step of this journey. Tell me, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like I just gave birth and I'm, I'm still, you know, coddling this small infant of a vision, but it's taking shape and it's really exciting and it's given me a lot of energy. So in previous episodes, I've been talking about the burnout and that I've been going through personally and just feeling like I was getting out of alignment with my work. Like I'm, I talk a lot about finding your mission and that all of us, you know, carry a specific gift or an assignment and we're here to bring it to the world and I mentor people in finding their gift but what I notice is that um, I have these evolutionary up levels that go on where I no longer fit in the box even that I created for myself or that I titled myself as you know like we we talked about I'm not a spiritual teacher anymore because I realized that that was just this this weird projection that, you know, I in part created or adhered to, like people called me that. And then I called myself that. And suddenly I woke up one day and I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not a spiritual teacher. I don't want to mm -hmm. be like, I feel like I was cutting off another aspect of myself or uh, we talked about the stereotyping and not wanting to be fit in these boxes. And one of the things I help other people with and I'm really good at is how to find their, how to create their work in the world or create a project or a business where it incorporates all aspects of you. And for me, this has been like an ongoing evolutionary experience through the, what now, seven different businesses that I've owned over the last 27 years. Um, and I'm just coming to my, uh, ninth year of leading retreats and workshops and doing kind of spiritual work and I'm seeing the next evolution turn and it's exciting so I had the, the way it happened for me is I had three 
almost completely sleepless nights because every time I was going to bed, what would happen is I would just get a series of visions and dreams, but it was, it was a wakeful state. I wasn't asleep, but I wasn't fully awake either. It was kind of like a lucid meditative state where my mind um, was computing and grappling like a mind, you know, when you create a mind map of like this, 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 and you start to see all the connections, my mind was doing this mm -hmm. sort of hyper, um, hyper connection of all these different parts of my life, all my skill set, all the problems that I was upset about, like problems in the world, problems that I hear from my clients and students and problems I hear from my friends. And I was like solving complex issues through um, kind of like a hyperspace. It sort of felt like I was in a hologram world, like putting things together in a different way. Mm. And it went on for three days. I mean, at the end of three days, I was delirious. I felt like I just want to sleep. Just give me drugs to sleep. Like I need to sleep. But what was happening is I would, in my sleeplessness state, I would just turn on my phone to the voice recording, voice to text recording. And I just was taking notes because it was so clear. The information was so specific. And ironically, I've spent the last six months working with different strategists and friends trying to uh, rebrand my business and, and find the alignment because I knew something was out of alignment, but I couldn't really pinpoint what it was. Every time I was in these strategy sessions, I would feel exhausted. I would feel frustrated. I sometimes got angry. Sometimes I was crying because I was like, I can't see, you know, what's next. I can't see the solution. And honestly, I was getting, there were moments where I would just fall into despair. Like I give up, like I just give up that everything is too broken, too messed up. And these three days where I was having this, what I call, you know, a download experience, um, I was solving all the frustrations I was feeling, or I was getting the solution. And it was such a powerful experience that I, but I couldn't, <laughs> I could barely manage my workflow the next day because I, I hadn't properly rested. And you know, after three days of not sleeping, you feel kind of, Oh gosh, I don't know how you even folk, yeah, function. Like, uh. I mean, I the only way I was functioning was kind of on fumes, but it was there was a happiness and a a joy, like oh my gosh, I just gave birth. Like I felt like I had just given birth, and it was ironic because uh, you know I slept next to my boyfriend and. He, he knew that I wasn't sleeping, but he was asleep, but he kept waking up trying to help me go back to sleep because I was tossing and turning. And, um, mm. and I had a meeting at, at 10 a.m. for the upcoming retreat that I'm doing with this uh, marketing guy. And it was me and Nao and this guy Leo who were meeting. And I came to the meeting after my second night of no sleep. And the meeting started and I said, you guys, I have to share with you what I've been dreaming about. And I just started mapping it all out on our huge windows with a mark, oh um, a whiteboard marker. Yes. And both of them were just sitting there like with their mouth open. And that was said to me, like, that just happened while you were sleeping. 
And Leo was so excited because he was like, wow, this is exciting. Like, this is your thing. Like, this is what you're excited to do. And all three of us just felt so um, like charged up by it because it solves the problem that we're all having, like all of us are feeling. And, and so I'm very excited about it. I'm, I need to move at baby steps with it because it's a, it's a little bit too big as all visions are when you get it. It's like, oh my God, like who am I to create that? Or I don't know how to build that. Or I don't know if I want to even lead that because it's a big project initiative. But it's like everything that I preach and teach, I'm now having to like sit with inside myself. Um, it's very humbling, but it's also given me hope for a better future. And I think that's what I was looking for most because I was really hitting some moments of deep despair. Like I was just like, you know, everything's broken. People are broken. <laughs> the I felt like our mind spaces were so bombarded and like, you know, I feel like there's, I've noticed not only many deaths this year of people that I, I know or hear about, but, you know, illnesses and uh, have a few people really struggling with cancer right now. And every time I, I speak to them or check in with them, I just feel this empathic, like, oh my God. And, you know, it, things can get really heavy when we look at the problems in the world, like what COVID's yeah. brought. And so I just feel like, um, a breath of fresh air and a new focus for myself. And so I will be um, sharing more and more as it kind of lands and has a stable foundation. But yesterday we did our first encounter in person here in the Mine Riviera um, location where I live of what I'm calling, you know, change makers, visionaries, people who carry solutions for a better future for all of us. And um, I feel that these people are, you know, all ages, but what unites us is like this deep passion for um, serving humanity with solutions um, to not focus on the problems, but focus on what we're here to solve. Because I think if we're focused too much on the problems, we are the problem, you know, like if we're just constantly complaining about something then we're part of the problem and um, so last night was our first gathering to build this new community um, where we're supporting each other it's like a mastermind uh, group based on cybernetic philosophy or whole systems thinking and it it's a blend of all my life's work from from running um, technology startups and, and business networks to connecting the right people with the right teams and that magical encounter that happens when you just meet someone who's like the perfect fit for your project to, mm -hmm. to um, you know, self-development work and how we need to have the right internal structure to do the mission because all of us who have, who are here as what I call change makers or change agents uh, we can't do it on our own and we all feel overwhelmed by, by the weight of the vision. And so a lot of people just give up or a lot of people 
feel that, you know, they get the download and then they don't know what to do with it. And maybe their family's not supportive or their friends or their partner or husband isn't supportive. Um, and so they just kind of put it aside, you know, like, or they're called a dreamer and nobody thinks that they have the capacity to do it. And so it's those people that I want in this network and I want to inspire them and give them the tools to to keep going despite the odds and to create this really strong um, supportive network that meets in person and also online, but it's um, getting us off of social media and into direct connection. So it's inspiring. Last night we had like 40 people signed up immediately when I just put it out and um, we had about 10 or 15 people, I don't know, I didn't count last night who showed up in person and everyone left feeling so inspired. And today our group chat is just like, <laughs> everybody's like happy about it. Um, I feel rejuvenated and energized. And I know that's a sign of, you know, alignment, so. Absolutely. I'm so yeah. glad that you're, you're speaking to this right now because I think it's helpful uh, for for anyone, you know, and even for me just listening to you talk about it because uh, the way that, you know, you can respect your your process and, and that, you know, if you're having, a, you know, this realization or, or these downloads and you're having, you know, no sleep and you have, this is how it happens, but most people will dismiss something like that or, um, you know, or not um, give it the credence that it deserves, you know, and, and to be, I, I'm sure, I mean, I think you've shared maybe what you, what you can, but I, I want to know like what was on that, um, that glass door that you were drawing. I want to, I want to know all of everything that was on there. <laughs> yeah. I was so excited to start to share it. I just, I think I'm having to do these baby steps so I don't just overwhelm myself because I know in the past, like I'm a visionary, I'm a seer and I'm someone who gets a lot of these downloads and I do put things into action a lot. And sometimes I, uh, in the past, the, the failures or the mistakes that I've learned from is like, I run too fast with them and then I burn out. Like I burn mm. out my adrenals, I burn out my body because I have a tendency to to be a workaholic and to want to serve so deeply and to want to be of value because I, I feel, I know what it's like to suffer. You know, I know what it's like to be in despair. I know what it's like to um, really think that there's no way out. And I know what it's like to have divine intervention and to have magical doorways just suddenly appear. And like almost in an instant, my reality switched from absolute to despair to um, instant hope and renewal. And not only that, but like perfect health and hyper energy. It's wild. And I think that, you know, with all of the, you know, self-development and, and consciousness expanding on the planet right now, people are understanding the concepts. Like they know that what they focus on is what they're creating or they know that we need to change our belief structures or we need to focus on the positive or be grateful every day and have a gratitude practice. And 
sink happy thoughts and master the uh, art of energetics, but how many of us actually can keep that tuned on and we just shift into the beingness of it, not, not the concept of it, right? And right. I think I've been in a process of mastering those tools that I know are true because I have experiences of them. And every time a magical gateway opens, it's because I'm in that flow state or I'm in that hyper aware, everything is perfect, even the bad, you know, ugly, like it's all opening. It's transmuting something dark into light and it's, it's important for the lesson learned or it's important for some reason. And when I'm in that state of mind, uh, incredible magic happens and everything starts to become effortless. But when I think if I let my, my ego or my intellect or my need for speed, like I'm super impatient person. And that's one of the biggest things that's been hard for me this last year is I'm so impatient. I was impatient with people's um, incapacity for certain levels of intelligence or skill sets or um, other people's process. Like I was getting impatient, but the truth was I was really impatient with my own process. Like right. I get impatient. Like I want to see results today. I want, I'm very American in that way. I think that's the one thing that makes me remember I'm American <laughs> or I should say from the United States uh, because it's a very Western way of being. I think older cultures don't don't have that um, ingrained in them, like that need for speed. Are they, yeah, or they understand process in a different kind of way? Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Silicon Valley, right? I grew up around right. high tech. I grew up where, you know, you push something in and like get quick results. I grew up in an era where we used smart drugs for performance enhancers. And, you know, we want to, push human development so fast like i've been on that forefront of mm -hmm. pushing and yeah. pioneering the human development and i think that the repercussions of that have been you know extreme burnout and adrenal fatigue right um there's yeah. been help you know the older we get like the more we realize oh my gosh like maybe i'm going too fast like and when i lived in india and now in Mexico, I, the cultures here, they hold a different frequency of like just being okay where you are. And like, they're, they're not, they're third world countries, uh, but they're not obsessed by development. Right. They're okay with what they have. Mm -hmm. And it's been very crucial for my development to live in these countries for so long, because it, even in Japan, like Japan's a fast forward country, but the way they run teams. When I did business in Japan, I got so frustrated because everything's consensus. And, you know, in the US, nothing's consensus. It's top down, it's hierarchical. Um, and Japan's teamwork is unbelievable. That's why they can achieve such um, like cohesive culture, is because they're homogenous, they work together. Uh, and they go systemically, like they finish something and they go slow, so slow. Uh, for someone like me, it was so slow, even though they're one of the most advanced uh, cultures on the planet when it comes to technology, but their, their ancient wisdom was methodical. 
And I think what I'm learning from these cultures that I've, you know, been able to live with is how to create a stronger foundation within myself, like body, mind, spirit, and really slow down that impatience. I'm still impatient. I probably always will be at some level, but I think it's a part of my personality, but I'm learning to be more organic, I guess, with my process and not get too far ahead of myself because I know when I do that, I skip steps. I cut corners. And when I cut corners and I skip steps, um, the foundation isn't strong enough for the long haul. And so Mm -hmm. with this project, um, I'm doing my best to just like go one step at a time. And yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's basically the, you know, the gist of it, I'm not trying to be mysterious. I'm just trying to share my process, but the, the gist of it is creating strategic collectives of, of these, you know, pure hearted visionaries on have ambassadors on every continent uh, to solve real problems that we're dealing with, whatever it is in whatever arena, um, like a think tank. Uh, So it's kind of, you know, if you're familiar with masterminds and those of you who don't know what a mastermind is, it's um, when you bring high level thinkers or, you know, masters of different arenas into a a roundtable discussion to solve issues. Um, but you hear different perspectives from people that wouldn't be in your industry. So, um, you know, if we had someone there who was a brain surgeon and someone there who's an architect, and then we have a 10 year old child who um, just wants to clean up the plastic on the planet also at the table, and maybe an elder who's um, has a lot of life experience or, you know, went through the Holocaust or something like those people having a conversation to me is where really rich solutions uh, that are life enhancing and transformative for all of us. And so that's what this project uh, is about is like, how do we create those strategic collectives? So we have uh, some challenges ahead of us in terms of technology platforms, because I don't want to, I don't want the data owned by anyone who can mine us for, for our information. It needs to be protected. It has to be, everyone in the community needs to be known and vetted that they are actually a, a change maker or a change agent, that they're about positive change and they do have something like to give that they're, they're here for in service to all. Um, and I think it's going to be already, I mean, just in our one first meeting, the, the network, I mean, they're already exchanging services, contacts, connecting, like there are people there that were looking for solutions and the person across the table for them of the, from them had the solution. And so it's like that magical encounter that happens when you have just the right frequency of people with the right intention coming yeah. together. To, to just have an intention to be of service and solve a problem, not to complain, not to, um, mm-hmm. not to add more negativity in the world, but actually do something about it. Uh, so that's yeah. giving me we, a lot of hope. <laughs> I, that's amazing. Um, I'm so excited for you. And I'm really excited about the, the recent work that you were just doing um, 
and I wanted to see the the video of do you still want to play it on here or oh yes I want to show it to you and share it with uh, our listeners so I just had the privilege of working with two very young change makers um, and I shared with them uh, over the course of five days, we were doing like a, a mini retreat. Uh, well, it wasn't mini, it was five days long, but we were talking about the five essential keys to be an effective uh, change maker. And I asked them, um, okay, I want, I want to know that you got it, right? Because, you know, kids can listen and take notes, but do they really understand it? And I said, I want you to um, think about everything I shared with you over the last five days and present it to me in some way. You could dance, you could um, joke around, you can do a skit, you could make a presentation. I don't care um, what you do, but I want you to present it to me tomorrow as like their final project. And I left them at 11 p.m. at night. We were all exhausted at the end of dinner and I arrived at 10 a.m. the next morning so for me, all I did in that time was go home, sleep, wake up, get ready and go back. And in that time, they created this video that I'm gonna show you. So I'm gonna share my screen one second. Introducing Big Lou. And Lil Beige. Hit it. Change, change maker. Bum, 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 bum. Change, change maker. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Blue and Beige with a brand new invention. Backies to be an effective change maker. Listen and learn how to not be a faker. Number one is to be your own boss. Choose your own path because you got lots. Radical responsibility. Find solutions with creativity. Change, change maker. Bum, 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 bum. Change, change maker. Key number two, focus. Focus on solution and no hocus pocus. Listen to this rhyme. Ignore issues that aren't worth your time. Change, change maker. Bum, 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 Change, change maker. Key number three, live by a creed. It's about what you value and you need. Like healthy friendships, lively personalities, positivity, and sincerity. Most importantly, family respect and living in the moment. Change, change maker. Bum, 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 bum. Change, change maker. Four, strengthen your foundation. This one doesn't take imagination. Be aware of the things that support your success, not the ones that make you a mess. Change, change maker. Bum, 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 bum. Change, change maker. Five, show up and serve. To be a change maker, be a giver, not a taker. Give your gift to the world. Expecting some really like childish um, kind of half-ass thing, right? No, they just blew me away. I would never have imagined that they could have made it rhyme, found a tune that was from my generation. Oh my gosh! <laughs> present that. Isn't that incredible? It's amazing. And they got all the keys. Like all the keys I taught them, they, they put it in, like they added all their lyrics. I, I was like, oh my God, they got it. They understood it. And they, now they're never gonna forget it. And 
their mom was so happy. I was so happy. They were so happy. Like, I just want to spend every day with them. I (laughs) I bet. What an amazing experience. And oh my goodness. I love it. Uh, well, I guess that's it for today. Yeah. <laughs> we'll end on a high note. Change, change maker. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys want to be a change maker, stay in touch with this project. Um, I'm going to put a link in the show notes where you can apply to be part of our solution. If you want to stay abreast of what's happening in this, this new evolution development that I'm creating. So. Thank you, Satya. It's so good to see you. It's been too long. So good to see you too, Amalia. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. It's so exciting. (laughs) To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com.